Hello everyone, welcome to Sky Pirate Radio, episode 19, we're almost at 20, we're almost there everyone, we can just make it and then we can finally retire, and just, we're not going to retire. Uh, my name is Jace, I'm the host, I'm really tired and my lips hurt, but that's okay because i got a, I got a glass of strawberry milk here, um, and I also have my friends, like Kevin Stott here. Hello, I have a mug with uh, orange and mango juice and rum. Ooh. Uh, what do you have in your mug, Joey? Well, I I wouldn't have I don't have a mug exactly, but I just want to say thank you for having me on the program, Jace. Um, and everyone, please stay tuned because I will be delivering a special report on pants and are they the new killer? Oh my! And uh, we're gonna have uh, Max in our in our current segment talking about uh, the hottest lip balms of the summer. Take it away, Max. Uh, sorry, sorry, Jace. I'm, I'm actually a bit busy right now. Can we do this? Can we do this? <laughs> Max, what are you doing in my mug? <laughs> no, little I, tiny Max in there. I'm actually, I'm actually, uh, it's really important. It's, <laughs> there's this, there's this Charmander in my room. Oh, Gotta catch them all. Which is I in just, Kevin's mug. If I flick it right, if I flick it right, I get to keep it. <laughs> that's what, that's what my, that's what they It's said. a wild animal, but, you know... I'm allowed to I keep it, it and then make it fight against other wild animals. That's insane. That's good. Zero regulation. This actually is the last episode of Sky Pirate Radio. We're officially <laughs> rebranding as the Pokemon Go cast. <laughs> it's all we talk about every day. Um, usually, uh, we would take this time to speak about video games, but uh, we just got... Kevin just came home from the theater and watched the, the remake of the Ghost the Ghostbusters and... Um, this is a this is a very special time for him because he just watched a movie. What did you think, Kevin? Oh, that's all right. Is Kristen Wiig the new Bill Murray? No, I don't think she was supposed to be. They did a little kind of role changey with mm-hmm. the the kind of characters. So, um, like Bill Wait, Murray. Fir- first off, is it straight up? Is it like a reboot? Full it's stop? a reboot. Full okay. stop. Although really, like it has so many cameos, it kind of, it kind of happens in like a weird, just a parallel dimension where Ghostbusters didn't happen, or the one where Ghostbusters yeah. did happen, but then like a ghosts came and erased them. Right. Okay. Mm. That's what right. I like to imagine. Um, did they have? Did they have? Uh, did they shoehorn in a really quick reference to Pokemon Go just as before the movie came out? <laughs> no, so they they, they didn't have time. They weren't. They ready. didn't say like when they saw a big Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. They said, "Wow, this is just like uh, when this I is caught like, Snorlax." Yeah, in Pokemon Go. No, they didn't yeah. have time. Um, it that it was sucks. good. There was stuff to like about it. Uh, the first scene was perfect. Um, because like the one where in Ghost first Ghostbusters where they the old lady's in like the library and she's all haunted this time it's uh, Zach Woods who played Gabe in the office and he's on uh, Silicon Valley as well he's really really funny he's like a t- giant gangly awkward man he's doing like ghost tours of this old mansion and then he gets like trapped in it and there's a ghost and he does a really really good job um and the rest of it's alright. Like, if you really like Ghostbusters, there's enough good Ghostbusters stuff in it to go see it, I think. But a lot of the kind of personal relationship stuff, it's kind of muddled. Like, it feels like they just had this, like, rough script that should have had a lot more time put into it and how 
you know, the relationships between these characters were going to work, and also the, just the kind of mechanics of what was going to happen was how that was going to work, because there's a lot of weird, there's a lot of weird scenes, because they do the whole, it's basically just Ghostbusters, but a bit worse. Yeah, right. Okay. I think my problem, my whole problem with the whole thing, I may have talked told, like, talk to you about it, is... It's just All the, those women! <laughs> am I right? <laughs> it's the fact that, like... Girls allowed. I don't want a total reboot. Like, just be part of the same thing and, you know, yeah. do something with yeah. that. Do something interesting with the world and... Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter who's playing the actual Ghostbusters team, but, like... Like what you have, you like have a the... universe that's been set up for you already. You know, explore it, yeah. do some cool things with it. What if they're like a small town, like franchise or something? Like, yeah, that'd, do that'd some more cool. stuff with the Dancing Statue of Liberty and the next exactly. advantage. Bring it back. Everyone yeah, loves that. Absolutely. Um, no, yeah, it was good. Like the, the big thi- like, so you can't. You're not allowed to cross the streams, all right? <laughs> but in the end, they cross the streams. And that's how they do it. That's how they save it. And so in Ghostbusters 2016, they kind of try to do the same thing. They say total protonic reversal, but instead of setting it up at the start of the movie, they set it up 10 minutes before they're going to do it. (laughs) And so there's just like no... It it feels like they knew, oh, there's supposed to be... They kind of knew the kind of things that they were supposed to be. Oh, they're supposed to be like you set something up and then there's a payoff, but then all just kind of the pacing's all wrong. Yeah, okay. And they are uh, like, they don't really care about trapping ghosts. <laughs> they trap one once to try because they want to prove that they exist, uh, but they do not have like a long term plan for what they're going to do <laughs> with them. And. The ghosts kill a lot of people, which they didn't in Ghostbusters. And yeah, people just get slimed. (laughs) Yeah, like that's the worst that happens is like you get slimed. Uh, And also, yeah, I guess they just don't have to trap them. They can just kind of kill the ghosts as well. So Uh. they have like they have like a cool gun. There's like a wood chipper, and it like sucks them in, and then they get wood chipped. And that's that's a fun thing, but it's really can it's just really strange. Because in everything after Ghostbusters, like, it might not seem that big a deal that they trap them in Ghostbusters, but in all, like, the second movie, the game, everything else, always trapping stuff, and that's a big part of it, and they just don't. Yeah, weird. Yeah, that's that's um, all i got to say about it, really. I had a dream about Ghostbusters after people kept seeing it and said, oh, yeah, you know, it's okay. I had a dream that I was watching it, and, um... Uh, there was a cameo from... Who, who's the guy that's actually crazy in real life in the Ghostbusters? Dan Aykroyd? Um, he was in it, but he was, a, he was a member of the Men in Black. <laughs> at the end of Brand the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, as himself, not as his Ghostbusters character. And at the end of the movie, he wipes everyone's memory. <laughs> um, so, uh, that's how Ghostbusters chat everyone. Yeah, everyone, Thanks. like, absolutely everyone... Down to, I think, the guy from, like, the Cedric Hotel that they meet. <laughs> like, the dude who's like, oh, you have to come help us. I think he's in it. So there's, like, there's, like, there's, like, six... No, Rick Moranis isn't in it, because Rick... I'm done. See you later. Um, you might not know this, but for a long time, at the bottom of... Hello. For a long time, at the bottom of the Wikipedia page for Rick Moranis, it said Rick Moranis is missing. 
Yeah, I, I have a screen cap of that. Maybe we can put that in the thumbnail. <laughs> it's pretty good. It is pretty good. Um, yeah, he's not in it, but there's like six or seven other cameos. It's it's kind of crazy. So, is it like on the whole, is it worth seeing? Yeah, why not? It's or, got some fun ghost stuff in it. Wait for what? Like for it to wait come for out. the heat like on... death of the universe. For a man version, am I right, boys? Boy, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> a... No, like a for it to come line. out on you know like DVD or something. Yeah, I guess if you want. I don't think it. I don't think it matters. If you're not yeah. in a rush to see it now, <laughs> you, you don't need to be. Good. Oh, well, you just shut Joey down, man. It did. Jesus. Let's talk about video games. I'm sick of movies. <laughs> Fuck them. Uh, Joey. Yes, sir. What have you been playing over there? Uh, what have I been playing? Um, I checked out a little game called Necropolis um, that came out on Steam um, by Hairbrain Schemes, which are the guys that did all the uh, Shadowrun uh, computer games. Um yeah, it's it's cool and all. It's got a really funky art style. So, like, straight up, it 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 costs what like thirty USD. So you know, it's a bit of a bit of a pricey product. But yeah, yeah it's it, about forty for Australia. Yeah, it's a bit. It looks really cool. It's got some what's awesome, that in Bitcoin? Oh, uh, it's the true like universal three thousand Bitcoin. I, I don't know the current. The no, it'll be like it's like point two of a Bitcoin. Bitcoins are like a thousand dollars or something. Are they? Not anymore, their stock's plummeting after they all got arrested. So, what kind of game is it? <laughs> Alright, so, it is a roguelike uh, third-person action game that tries to do some Dark Souls stuff, you know, uh, combat, the same like combat system and camera work and all that kind of stuff and control scheme, where you're uh, this cool character, looks really cool, um, exploring this uh, how would you put it, like this weird dimension kind of... Uh, realm that this archmage makes for some reason because i haven't exactly uncovered all the lore or figured it out yet um and it's controlled by this ai called the brazen head who is basically narrating your experience in there and yeah you're just trying to get to the very bottom of it for some reason which uh is really hard to figure it out because again um it's hard to find lore in it and yeah it's battle hordes upon hordes of different characters pick up loot and all that kind of stuff so, the idea is really cool. For the first, you know, playthrough, it was really fun. Um, but the problem with it is the amount of content that they put in this game. We played it once. It took us, I don't know, four hours or something like that to get to the very end and get a loop. Um, and then that was it. Because it is co-op. Uh, you can play with friends and online. It's really fun. Um, and that's mm. it. There isn't much after that. There's no extra kind of mechanics or crazy new weapons that get it get, uh, get added in like say binding of isaac there's no new biomes that i've been able to find that get added in and there's like one boss at the very end so the whole thing feels kind of lackluster so weird yeah is it, is it early think, like uh, with, a, with no, a dark souls sort of thing uh like you a lot of the a lot of what Dark Souls is built on, the foundations of it, is coming back to it a whole lot and seeing different stuff and, and playing yeah, through it different absolutely. ways. Well, you can't do that with this. You know, it's like there's there's different weapon sets, but at the end of the day, they're all kind of the same. They're all kind of sword and board, and that's it. Regardless of whether they take longer to swing, it's still a sword and board, you know. Um, 
so there's yeah that's there's not much in terms of different classes i do believe uh, oh sorry combat variations but i do believe that they do want to add in dlc or anything like that uh, or stuff like that later on you know which might add it in a little bit of um you know content there but they really need to add in some different things you know having a crazy boss at the end of each, you know, floor would have been really fun. It just breaks the different kind of pacing up a little bit. Have some interesting mechanics, you know, not just guys that will keep randomly spawning in behind you and you know trying to catch you off off guard that way. <laughs> so yeah, it was. It's a bit disappointing. Um, hey, it might get better in a little bit. Don't pick it up right now. I wouldn't rush off and get it. But it looks really nice, and um, yeah, everything else, the, the humor and the the feel of it. Is kind of neat, um, but yeah, it's not really that great as of yet. I no. think I think brazen head is a condition that you get if uh, your genital piercing gets infected. Ooh. I think so. <laughs> that's uh, that's kind of what they alluded to in this. <laughs> I see. That's the that's the law. Yeah. No. The, even the, like the law, and it's really strange. So it's it's not given to you through like say the character of the brazen head. You. You find different, like, scripture written on the wall randomly, and you're trying to piece together these kind of, like, nonsensical quotes by either ex-explorers or the Archmage himself. So, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's fun for a little bit, but I wouldn't rush it. It's kind of fun, that's what they're doing, it's the, some of that Dark Souls stuff where it's all in the item descriptions. Yeah. Gotta make people look for it now, that's the, every game has to be a mystery now. That's true, but Dark Souls does a really nice, like, I don't know, it's, it seems to build the, you get, like, solid information in it. It'd be like, oh, this guy was blah, 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 and he did this until this happened. This is just kind of like, oh, well, I found this sword, and then something happened. Oh, well, what was I saying? And you're like, what? How does that, <laughs> that's not really much. <laughs> There was literally, I got up to a point and like, I read it and he described the situation around him and it was dot, dot, dot at the very end. What was I saying again? Question mark. And that was it. <laughs> okay. um, so yeah, a bit strange, kind of fun, but uh, definitely not worth the amount that I paid for it, hmm. which is unfortunate. Other than that, that's, that's all I've been really playing this week, checking that out. So yeah. Cool. What about you boys? Yeah, Kevin. What about you? Who, me? Yeah, you, you little, little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a look what I got on my phone. Oh, you've been playing that Pokemon Go, I know that. I've been playing that Pokemon Go. Everyone knows about that. Everyone's been playing that Pokemon Go. Joey's been playing that Pokemon Go. How about you, Max? Yeah, I've been... I've been this, this game... I don't know how it became... Just so ubiquitous. I went to uh, pick my girlfriend up from the station today. That's about an eight-minute drive. And I saw three groups of teens just wandering around uh, Lilydale, just, like, with their phones out, catching Pokemans, I guess. Yeah, after work one day, and I got back, I got back from work, like, 11. <laughs> just sent, uh, we went to Lilydale Lake. Because we know there's a bunch of, like, Dratini around there. And there's, like, 30, 40 people just hanging around catching oh, Pokemon. Wow. Fuck. At, like, m- midnight. There's, like, wow. no lights there. So it's just these, like, these silhouettes just kind of on hills just in the fucking grass and shit. 
people swearing all the, all at their phones because it's not loading. They can't catch it. <laughs> all the druggies and the people turning up to bury bodies are like, what is going on? <laughs> what is this? Like, people lining all their cars up in the car park and turning their headlights on so they can see the, <laughs> That's so see the funny. playground. It was really weird. That's so funny. It's like we've gone to the world where uh, Pokemon actually exists and everyone's just for some reason obsessed with Pokemon. Um, yes, that, that's, for, that's if what's you're, happening now. If you're old and you do not understand Pokemon, this must be like Invasion of the Body Snatchers. <laughs> must be just terrifying. <laughs> there was a tweet by Vince McMahon of WWE and he was playing Pokemon Go. Really? So, I don't uh, know. Yeah. <laughs> It was there was like a ghastly, and he was in his personal gym, and he says, "Get the hell out of my gym." <laughs> it's That's funny because uh, ghastly is how I'd describe the WWE at the moment. <laughs> uh, that's how I would describe yeah. WWE in the last ten years. But anyway, <laughs> yep, basically, Jace only um, watches independent Japanese wrestling. D- do you watch uh, independent uh, Japanese female wrestling? Sorry, you can't deny <laughs> Sorry, that any sort of Japanese wrestling is the absolute shit. No, what it's about all... what about what about Lucha Underground? Have you seen that? No, but... yeah, Lucha Underground's pretty good. God, I, I do like that. Lucha Doors. So good. I, I love I love how silly it all is. That's half. That's half the fun, man. The theatrics. Yeah, so no, great. That, that's yeah. Like just how straight faced it is with it, just fucking wrestlers taking each other's souls and shit. Oh, that's <laughs> so rad. <laughs> so good. You'd love it, Joey. All right, you gotta send me a link because I'll forget. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I have not played Pokemon Go. I don't think my phone's uh, good enough for it, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. I should be like one of those dudes that are like, oh, what's Pokemon? Fuck Pokemon Go, I don't play. <laughs> Why is everyone I... talking about this? Um, how, how long do you, do you guys think this thing is going to stay like this? How long do you think it's going to uh, stick around? Pokemon Go is years. eternal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it'll probably be know. like a couple of months, like draw something was. It depends, yeah. I don't know, if they, if they add anything, like, you know, different and new. You know what I'd like to see? When the ads, the ads, when it first started advertising, everyone getting together in, like, one location and trying to take on, like, a legendary, so, like, Mewtwo, Mewtwo, that kind of stuff would be neat. It would be kind of neat. Them I think by the time that shit comes out, yeah, the bottle already have sailed. Yeah, I reckon so. What if that's just what if that's just what what the world is now? It's just so centered around Pokemon <laughs> Go. people forever. moving house, changing jobs. Night. It was like you know, the the set, we we sent people to the moon, the moon. That was that era, you know, two thousand sixteen. Our landmark for this era is Pokemon Go. <laughs> we did that's it. it. We'll be known for it for generations. We're going to start everyone. letting nine-year-olds go out and just wander continents looking for Pokemon. <laughs> it's the yeah. it's the social norm. It's the... Not even. It's this just is the, expected. Yeah, yep. exactly. The games from the 90s foretold this all along. <laughs> it's this new future. I just feel like it can't stick around at this sort of white-hot, you know, burning that it is at the moment because the actual game, if you can call it that, isn't really... I mean, I don't know. It can't, it can't sustain its powers of this intensity yeah. indefinitely. 
That's yeah. a line. That's a line from a <laughs> Justice League Two uh, yeah. PS2 game. That's what Martian Manhunter. Like the fucking the the US president during World War Two. That's what Martian Manhunter says when he runs out of like superpower bar. He says, "I can't, I can't maintain my powers at this intensity indefinitely." <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you hear? There's a there's a, there was a new story going around that um uh, the Game of Thrones people are going to try and do a Game of Thrones Go kind of deal. What the what? fuck? What? I don't know what the fuck that what is. What does that even mean? You catch Tyrion Lannister. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's all direwolves and then you, you get I hear, I hear they're also... Nintendo has struck up a deal with that third-party producer that made Mario is Missing to do a Mario Missing Go. Where you have to go around <laughs> each Mario, city yeah. looking at different factoids. I'm in... Team Paris. Just to find <laughs> out where in the world is Carmen San Diego. That too. Yeah. Man, there's a real market for this kind of stuff. Hey, we should uh, we should get on well, it. Well, yeah, that's the thing. There's gonna be there's gonna 20, 20 development studios in the world <laughs> suddenly shifted from doing VR to doing AR because of Pokemon Go, and they're all gonna come out and fucking flop. And they're all gonna be great. Yeah. Don't Except listen to Kevin. <laughs> they're all gonna come out and it's gonna be great. It's a new dawn. Candy Crush Go. <laughs> okay, guys. Side note: I don't, I don't want this to be put in the podcast. But for that point where Kevin said they're not going to be great, I want you to record a clip of Kevin saying they will be great, and then just put over the top of it. All right, that, Kevin, say they will be great. They will be great. Fantastic. All right, podcast <laughs> resume. All right, no, we're, we're putting that in. Um, uh, what was I going to say? What else have you been playing other than uh, the PokeGo, Kevin? I've been a busy boy because I had my friend Jace down and we were having fun. Oh, maybe you had fun, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> speak, for, speak for yourself, mate. Yeah. I downloaded the... There's like a Ghostbusters phone game out. Mm-hmm. It's bad. Mm-hmm. It's got all uh, that. Have you stuff. heard about that? Uh, that fucking sixty dollars Ghostbusters console game? Yes, I have. Oh, Which yeah. got like a Apparently, two star. Fucking didn't it? terrible. Apparently, like, it was always uh, going to be. They tried to do this twice before. It's the same game. Apparently, I one swear. of the reviews is supposed to be absolutely sensational just to read because they just tear it a new one. Oh yeah, the Polygon review. Is uh, the Polygon is is so funny? Yes, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's by Justin McElroy. Everyone go check that out. It's really funny. But, uh, yeah, how's that mobile one, Kevin? Uh, phone game's just, like, bad. You just, like, mm. um, like... Do you catch ghosts? Do you, like, fling a trap at the screen? I and... wish. What you do is ghosts are, like, there, and then it's, like, a, it's, like, a rail shooter, and you're, like, Ooh. you just kind of hold on them to shoot them, but then your finger's in the way, so you can't see what they're doing, and then they just, like, die straight away. I don't know, only... I probably played off and on, like, I don't know, 40 minutes of it, and it's still, like, bullshit tutorial. It's like, here, every day go to the hot dog cart and feed Slimer for cash. Swipe up, swipe up as fast as you can, get get that cash, there's a multiplier, keep coming back. You gotta swipe those hot dogs into his mouth. (laughs) That's Um, some Rick and Morty shit. how does that feel? Does that make you feel good, player? (laughs) You're like, Ghostbusters? Here's Slimer, remember Slimer? Feed him a hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) Ah uh, yes, it's like almost fetishistic in quality and style. <laughs> it's got some, like it's got some fucking like everything you collect is like got that 
Hearthstone like 3D card effect on it oh. for some reason. They've just dragged in a bunch of shit and they've put it in a pot and it's a shitty game. What I've a also been playing. <laughs> mm, they like this. That's how you make a shitty game. <laughs> on recipe. On the subject of fine, excellent games, I've been playing Kingdom Hearts Unchained X. Mm. <laughs> no, it's alright. It's um phone game. You run around, you get into fights, and then it's like you have a you have like a deck kind of like five medals and those are I don't know, dragon coinsy puzzle and dragon style, like I don't know, puzzle and dragon. But there's a bunch of games out on like mobile where you get a bunch of dudes and then you like gotta rank them up and then you gotta evolve them and then stuff like that. And so it's got a bunch of that. You have these five medals, and those are like your five different attacks that you can do. And you can use them. Um, you can use one uh, against all the enemies that you're fighting, or against one particular enemy. Or you can spend this little bar you've got at the top. You can spend some of that to do like a special move. And that's got enough in it for um, it to be interesting. And there's some weird like deep cut. <laughs> like, Disney characters in there. Like, one of the first things I got with all the medals in it, I got, like, a super high-level Abu from Aladdin. Whoa. Mm -hmm. And past that, I've got, uh, the fucking big purple dude from Lilo and Stitch. (laughs) Dr. Like, Jumba Jubilee or whatever his name is. Oh, yeah. There's some, like, deep cut stuff in there. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's got some other fun stuff. Did I have, uh, some characters from, uh, Song of the South in there? No, I don't guy. think so. Um, <laughs> after you play some, I don't know. It's like it's like random after you finish a normal level, but it'll start sometimes like a boss, like a they call it a raid boss, and it comes up and you fight him. And if you can't beat him, then it sends out a message to all either like you have the buddies in your guild to come and fight him, and you all work together to get him. And that's pretty. That's pretty interesting. And that's, that's pretty that's fun. Neat. It's a cute. I thought you were gonna say because it's a phone game is that uh, if you can't beat him, it sends a message to like a text message to all your contacts saying that you couldn't beat him. <laughs> <laughs> to shame <laughs> so you. Bad. To shame you into I'm such a baby. I can't even beat this. <laughs> like it doesn't even ask for your permission. It just sends it just them out. Um. Oh. But yeah, that's about it. I've been playing Avengers Academy. There's a Spider-Man event. That's it. Bye. Mm. Bye. I'm dr- spider pig in there? Drowning. Yeah, that's a fucking deep cut. Like, it was a deep cut, <laughs> like, a, a couple of weeks ago when it was, like, just the British Marvel superheroes. So it was, like... Union Jack. It was Captain Britain and Union Jack. And you could get... Um... You could get a police box, so you could basically just get the TARDIS. And you could get, like, a car with the Union Jack on it, so you can get, like, Austin Powers' car from... Sick. <laughs> from Austin Powers 2. It was a weird collection of, kind of, uh, decorations they gave you that were recognisable, like... They're just normal things, so you can't copyright them, but they're, like, absolutely recognisable as a certain thing. Yeah, so they didn't have to pay any money for him, but yeah. they can still have the brands. Yeah, uh, but yeah, they've put, like, fucking Spider-Ham uh, is in this one for some reason, because uh, they needed another Spider-Man for you to get, so they're really stretching it. They're really scraping the bottom mm. of the barrel. <laughs> There's so Wait. many different, like, nicer Spider-Mans to do, though. Yeah, I don't know. Peter Parker. That's what they did. <laughs> 
That's no good. Iron Spider. No Spider-Man Noir. No Spider-Man Future Guy, whatever he's called. There's like, uh, did Mary Jane ever become a kind of Spider-Man? Mm, I don't think so. Um, I don't know, but I'm going to say yes. Yeah, because she is, she's got, she's in it and she has like an Iron Man spider suit. She's got like the red and yellow and she's got like kind of Doc Ock arms, but they've got like pincers on the end. Mm, that's a bit cool. Yeah, they have, like, Spider-Gwen and Venom in the splash image, but I don't think they're going to turn up because there's not enough time in the event for it. I was doing it because I wanted to get Spider-Gwen, but it's probably not going to happen. I'm sorry. Um, uh, Max, have you been playing uh, actual good games? <laughs> <laughs> oh, not really. Um, I was actually just about to ask, any of you guys ever try to get into superhero comics? pretty tough <laughs> yeah like I, you don't you never know where to start unless you're reading dc in which they reboot it every uh six minutes <laughs> what yeah, stuff have you been trying to get i read i read some good stuff recent i read i went through and what and read some like some of the hot classics i read some old star superman and like kingdom come and stuff what stuff have you been trying to get into oh no i was just wondering just wondering. Yeah, well, I mean, I did just actually read the DC Rebirth event thing, um, yeah. which I think happened a little while ago. Um, and it's actually pretty interesting that basically is just DC apologizing for the past couple of years of comics. <laughs> Sorry, um, our comics were so boring. Yeah, and then the end is kind of like, it sort of ends on a cliffhanger of them basically saying, oh, this, this rebooted timeline, it's... It's all wrong. It's not how it's supposed to be. Who did this? We don't know who's this <laughs> mysterious villain behind this whole thing. And then at the end, it's suggested that it's Dr. Manhattan from The Watchmen. It's pretty uh, good. It does kind of come out of left field. I mean, I guess technically The Watchmen is part of the like DC multiverse. but it's Yeah, it's dumb, but it's funny. There was a quote from uh, a Marvel guy who was like... Um, I think it's kind of crazy. I don't think they should have done it, but uh, if we had those characters at Marvel, we absolutely would have done it years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, games. Games. Oh, I wanted to talk about comics a little bit more, but all right. Oh, yeah, no, go for it. Uh, uh, I like the... <laughs> this is actually very important. I like the Sonic the Hedgehog comics that uh, Archie puts out. Good. Anyone ever read any of those? I know of them. Yeah, sometimes I just pick up an issue and I'm like, what's going on? Oh, Sonic's friends are dead. Like, it's always like some weird, dark shit sometimes. Does he still uh, it like hot off dogs like in this... it? Yeah, it's got chili dogs in it. Mm. Chili dogs, Max. Chili Christ. dogs. I don't know what I'm... Yeah. Um, uh, they've got my favorite characters. Uh, like, it started off like the, the cartoon is this goofy old fucking like, Yeah, I'm, I'm Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm voiced by Urkel. And um, <laughs> there's these characters called uh, Vertic Owl and Horizont Owl, and they're brothers, oh, and they, they're like multi-dimensional beings. And at the start, they're like, you know, like, oh, jokey characters in one issue. But like 2,000 issues later, they fucking come back and they're a serious threat. <laughs> <laughs> Which, awesome. <laughs> the, they're fucking like, like multi, they're like Q from Star Trek or some shit. It's awesome. <laughs> And D- dumb. Does Sonic sort everything out by just running? 
Is that like the dark undertone that Sonic just runs away from everything? That bad yeah, things happen problems. and just... he just runs? Yeah. Well, there's he, like a he new... can never commit. There's like a new Sonic comic out. It's like Sonic Mega Drive, isn't it? Yeah, it's meant to be going for like a... Oh, it's the old series or something. I don't know. There's, there's Sonic. And it's too much. much. I like the Daredevil... I like the Daredevil comic from a few years ago. That one's pretty good. Yeah, Daredevil was good. I got into a bit where after I saw Guardians of the Galaxy, I read a lot of Guardians of the Galaxy, and then that that ran into some sort of invasion event for uh, Marvel, and I read some uh, Thunderbolts and stuff. Thunderbolts was good in that uh, event because Deadpool wanted to take them all to a cool pizza joint that he knew. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but none of them wanted to come, and they were in this big traffic jam. And so Deadpool's like, "Fine, I'm gonna go by myself." And so, boy. and so he for like three issues is just on an adventure trying to go <laughs> get get to the pizza shop. And people keep uh, mistaking him for Spider Man. <laughs> That's and funny. So he's just like, "Fine, I'll be Spider Man," and he's just like helping people out, say, "Hey, yeah. I'm Spider Man. Here I come." That's good. It's pretty good. Sure, you weren't reading the fan fiction, mate. No, that was that legit happened. There's, a kid, there's, there's like wow. a kid who's like, oh, "Don't worry, mommy. There's Spider-Man. He'll come save us." And Deadpool's like, "No, nah, fine." And then he like kills a bunch of aliens with a sword. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that's our comic corner, um, Max, and video games and your podcast, Comic Corner. Um, yeah, two Ks. Uh, I've been playing uh, a bit of Dead Rising two. Fuck! What? Gotta love uh, that motorbike what? intro. There's there's uh there's zombies and, and this time it's in a casino. And you it starts off in a game show. You better watch out. I'm actually playing yeah. the um. It's actually kind of a weird situation. They kind of I think they re-released the game like a year later as Dead. Yeah, where Rising. you play as Frank? Yeah, you play as the protagonist yeah, from the right. first one. Yeah, that was so weird. It's a really weird situation. Like you never. It's the same story and everything, but modified slightly. So it makes sense that the old protagonist is there, and they've got a bit of sort of character development and they've got the protagonist from the original dead rising 2 as a bad guy yeah maybe, they were, maybe people hated the dude from dead rising 2 and so they had uh, to do yeah, a switcheroo enough. on it there's nothing I, but he, I was trying, he was trying to ha- help his daughter with all that zombrex yeah but he doesn't yeah, have I think, a camera. i think that was the situation i think people didn't like the, doing the zombrex yeah, that's shit. fair enough yeah. it was garbage this time you said, well, yeah. you still need Zombrex because Frank is uh, infected, so oh. you got to get it for yourself. But the camera's back, which is cool because I like taking oh, pictures nice. of things and then going, nice, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and yeah, I just, uh, it, his voice acting is so badly good. Like, it's just so, it's so distinct and sort of cheesy, but I think I really like it. Um, so I've been playing a bit of that. And I've also been playing Red Dead Redemption because it just uh, became backwards compatible on the Xbox One. Oh, I'm so jealous. I want to play that one again so bad. Well, yeah, I never finished it, so I was pretty right. pleased. And it runs, uh, like, actually runs better on the Xbox One. It hits 30 frames much more consistently, and um, it actually is still quite a good-looking game, mainly thanks to just the color palette that they. Yeah, sure. It's such a distinct, like, 
um, sort of evocative, like game that's so evocative of what it's portraying, like those, it's got those really big open blue skies or like those beautiful sunsets and just... Western colours. Such a great game. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> you also dying for the, for the announcement of a new one? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've got to finish this one first. No, fair enough. I got to know the full the full canon of it, and it's including the Undead Rising DLC. What about well, Max? Have you played Red Dead Revolver? (laughs) Oh no! Oh no! Now I've got to go back and play Red Dead Revolver. Play that one. That's just completely unrelated. Yeah, but that's that's um, actually just about it. Uh, obviously, you're still playing Overwatch. Um, I was actually planning on downloading and playing Evolve before we recorded, but I just uh, didn't get around to it. They got that season two stuff, hey? Yeah, because uh, I was thinking that's probably one of them. I mean, probably not a hugely interesting sort of re-release situation that's going on there. So Evolve, their um, sort of multiplayer numbers have been you know, battle-born low for about, you know, a year now. You know, at the end of last year, we were joking about, hey, like, you know, remember Evolve came out this year? And so they've made it free-to-play. Um, All right. And and if that if that works for them, that could become, you know, a really big trend. I mean, Battleborn is also, I think, are they owned by 2K? Gearbox. Is that Gearbox 2K? Is- I mean, could we see that going free-to-play as well? They've already got a cash mm. shop and everything. I think, you know, you could see a lot of these sort of, uh, you know, second-tier multiplayer games going free-to-play in the future, and it'll become like the MMO market now, um, where, you know, if you release an MMO nowadays, you might think we're going to have a subscription for the first year, if that, maybe six months, and then we'll go free-to-play, and that's built into our business plan. Maybe they'll yeah. have that first. Is, sorry, is is two K is does two K own Evolved as well? Yeah, Evolve. Yeah. Okay, so maybe they could get Evolve and get Battleborn. They put them together Ooh. so that uh, it's free to play and it's a mobile first person shooter, and you also have to run away from a big creature. That sounds pretty good. Sounds good yeah. to me. Yeah. Mm. Put mm. that on before but, um, the movies. What have you been add. playing, Chase? <laughs> Um, I've been playing uh, this new hot game called Battleborn X Evolve. Uh, that is actually <laughs> really cool. No, I haven't been. I haven't been playing very much, to be honest. I um, I played. Uh, I've got the inside scoop on a little game called Inside. Oh, oh, oh! Like, isn't that good? Um, <laughs> I got chills. Uh, it's yeah. It's all right. It, I liked it. I finished it. I played it and I finished it in a sitting and a half. Um, I didn't like uh, Limbo, which was by the same dudes. I felt like it was the aesthetic did nothing for me. None of the narrative stuff or and the puzzles all felt pretty samey. Did yeah, anyone I, else play Limbo? I hated Limbo. <laughs> yeah, I everyone fucking, in I the world's like, like Limbo is the best thing ever, and I played <laughs> it. And I was like, what? You fucking you talk about this shit? Yeah, I, I Oops, didn't I like that much, but I did play it. You know, a couple of years after the the whole sort of zeitgeist had come and gone. Mm. So yeah, I remember I was on Skype with Kevin when I beat it in like 2011 or something like that, and um, 
I beat it, and I was just like, <laughs> I just remember going, are you fucking kidding me? Because the ending was so unsatisfying <laughs> for me. It felt like, it, to me, it felt like a, a thing of, you know, like, like Joey was saying about Necropolis earlier, it felt like it, it was pretending to have more going on than it did in its narrative, so it was just like, oh, look, look how mysterious I am, and I, you don't know what I'm about, but yeah, I do, it's... You're fucking Tim Burton over there, <laughs> basically. Um, but Inside feels like it has a world that is infinitely more interesting, and it feels like there's a lot more going, actually going on in it that, that you can see in all the details and the world and everything like that. A lot of the puzzles are, are limbo-like when it's a, it's a lot of moving boxes around, but uh, there's a few different interesting mechanics that remind me a bit of like Oddworld. Where uh, you can you pluck yourself onto a little helmet thing and you can control all these like a uh, slave zombie people mm. and that leads to a lot of interesting puzzles. There's a lot of neat, uh, clever puzzles that I haven't seen done in in other other games of its ilk, and uh, I think that's pretty cool. Um, it was a cool game. I, I really liked it. As someone who despised uh, Limbo, I thought it was cool. So that's that. That's my final take. And that's that. Uh, yeah, and that's all I played. I don't know. Last night I watched uh, uh, Final Fantasy uh, Spirits Within, the Spirit Within. <laughs> oh. It was. It's all right. I don't know. It's it different. Was, it's okay. It's very different. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just this weird sci-fi thing. Yep. But um, I, I was watching it because I was like thinking about the cross-promotion stuff they're doing with Final Fantasy 15 and like King's Glaive. Yeah, you're right. Which has fucking Jesse Pinkman and Ned Stark in it for some reason. What the um, fuck? <laughs> what kind of game yeah, is this? What? No, it's what, the what? it's the new like uh, animated animated short or whatever. That no, bringing. it's a fucking full blown. It's full movie, blown. Dude. Well, that's yeah. Well, well, that's what I meant. It's, sorry. It's, yeah, no, that's okay. And I, I wasn't saying that. I was just saying it's so ambitious. You know, like that they're doing this whole thing, especially after doing the the Spirit Within. But I guess what, Advent Children yeah, Advent was Children was after them. That was pretty crazy big. It it's just weird. They ha- they have a, like a little short anime going on at the moment as well. Oh really? And yeah, they do. Just like one that leads up to the game. Because um, oh, cool. I I've been watching some trailers for the game as well, and that looks really good. Yeah, so I'm, I've been, I'm looking. I've been really interested I've, in it. I've been playing like again. I've been continuing my crusade, playing you know Final Fantasy Nine. I want to get ten. And uh, done as before. Fifteen comes out, and before uh, the Zodiac Chronicles come out, which is the reboot for twelve. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that that's ambitious, man. Yeah. It's coming out like September thirtieth. I reckon I, I can so. get ten done. I'm about halfway through nine, but I'm not. Oh, you got to do tw- you got to do ten too as well. No, nah, fuck that. <laughs> I know I know ten pretty well. So yeah, are you gonna dodge all the lightning? <laughs> to get the <laughs> sweet sword, absolutely, and play blitzball, <laughs> play some hot bit blitzy. Yeah, but yeah, that's all I've been doing. Spirit Within was okay, and uh, you know uh, what else was okay? Uh, it was the game of the week. That's kind of an understatement, actually. I really liked it. <laughs> uh, Max, you assigned us Anatomy, which was made by Kitty Horror Show. Yep. Um, on their their little itchio page or whatever it is, uh, EO page. Uh, fucking Jesus Christ, Max. <laughs> you want to give me a damn heart attack? Holy shit. Yeah. Mate. 
Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about it? Uh, so, basically, this game is quite spooky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know. Did you guys all? Did you guys all get a bit of a, a little bit of a? I was a little creeped out, but I only think I only played two playthroughs of it. I didn't do anything more than that. But I'm really interested to see what happens after that. But the whole kind of like tone, the whole listening to the tapes and then exploring. Yep. And the, like, the cassette, like, the video cassette screen and everything made it feel really unsettling. Yeah, so basically the, the structure of the game is, you, you I, I think I got everything I played through it about f- maybe four times, right. I think. Um, basically it starts with a sound effect of a tape being loaded into a tape deck, and then the screen sort of comes up and it looks like it's sort of, you're watching an old tape. It's got sort of artifacts on the screen of, like, mm. white sort I of... I think that effect looks really good. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then you're basically... You spawn at the front door of a really, like, really dimly lit house, um, which you sort of wander through in search of these cassette tapes, which you take back to the kitchen table where there's a tape deck. And you sort of listen to these... It sounds kind of like a lecture sort of thing about houses um, where there's a sort of metaphor about houses being like parts of a human body, like the living room is the heart of the body because there's always, it's pumping with activity and stuff. And it's kind Mm. of like if maybe, I don't know, like the lecture sounds like if maybe Lovecraft had a thing for metaphorical sociology mixed with some sort of body horror, it gets really, really sort of gross um, as you go on. And the sort of true sort of message, the horror that's at the heart of the game only really comes clear by the end, which is right. a, it's a really unusual idea. But it's it's really well done. I actually tried explaining it to my girlfriend what it actually was afterwards, and it's sort of like explaining a dream that was really scary at the time, but <laughs> yeah. not afterwards. But I think that mm. just shows how well done it is, and and a lot of that tension is sort of wandering through these really dark rooms, just expecting something's going to jump out in front of you. Um, yeah. But I mean, if if listeners are going to play it, I won't say if that ever happens or not. I think that's the that was the kind of thing when I was playing it, you know, it was this whole like, uh, is it will it won't it kind of thing, which yeah, absolutely made yeah. it kind of really added to this whole experience. Mm. I've uh Kevin uh, I, I couldn't play it alone. I had to play it with Kevin and Jacinta <laughs> in the same room. Kevin, would you just des- could you describe to to the to the audience and everyone how how I was like when I was playing it? You weren't enjoying it. You were you were a jumpy little critter. <laughs> <laughs> I was um but yeah, like that's the whole thing about it. It feels like an exercise in just tension and and a really really strong feeling of dread as a result of not being able to see very far in front of you at all. You can see, like, maybe a foot in front of you. You kind of have to scale against the walls and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I feel like something else that adds a lot to the tension, uh, obviously the the metaphors of the different body parts make you think, like, oh, is something gross going to happen here? But um, getting the tapes and then going back to the kitchen and then getting another one, going back over and over and making you go to the same rooms over and over, yeah. just 
magnifies the feeling that, okay, this time something is going to happen. Yeah. And regardless if anything happens or not, it's still leading up to those moments, just the most terrifying shit ever. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, and the tapes are sort of... It's Another creepy element is that the tapes will talk about, you know... They'll they'll talk about, or perhaps you know we should be thinking of the basement, and then you have to go to get the tape from the basement, and there's that anticipation, mm. and also kind of a bit, it's a bit creepy when you realise that the basement was locked until you put that tape in, and then yeah. suddenly the basement is unlocked, and that's that sort of thing of, am I being manipulated here? What's going on? Yeah. Why is it unlocked now? I think that like the thing as well that makes it kind of a little bit more unsettling is like because you instinctively know where everything is in that yeah. house as well, and that yeah. kind of makes you more aware of where everything mm. is in your own home, which is really nice. I didn't think about that. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, it kind of trains um, you into doing that because it keeps sending you to all the different rooms. And then later on, it stops holding your hand as much in terms of what doors are going to be open, what yeah, isn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they kind of you build up a knowledge of the house and how it all fits together. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I physically felt sick playing it. My stomach <laughs> hurt <laughs> playing it. It was just wrenching me. I, I, I ended up completing it. And I like you know, despite me being a, a little scaredy cat, I. I that that just m- makes it it's more effective. It's really effective. Is what that means basically. Um, so yeah, that's good. Uh, we actually got a question about it um, on Twitter from at Rockhopper Games, and they say for your game of the week, uh, what room in your own houses do you find scariest, and can you explain why with a metaphor? Torture room. So, <laughs> Absolutely. My torture room scares me because I get yeah, tortured oh, inside of it. Oh, well, it's not spooky for you. And that's scary. And my metaphor is, um, it was scary. It was ghost scary. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's, that's I'm not. I don't think I the the metaphors in the game. Like seemed it seemed you, like you had to kind of stretch to try and get all of the body parts in there. Um, mm-hmm. Usually, I'm in. I live in a place out the out the back of my mum and dad's, and it's just one room. And I've been house sitting uh, for. I've just been house sitting, and so I'm in uh, like a full size house that has all these different rooms in it. And it's a little weird because in, when I'm just in that one room, I know where everything is. But if you're in a house that has lots of other rooms who knows what could be in those other rooms you can't see them that's a little spooky mm. yeah mm. yeah um i don't know maybe this doesn't relate to the game for me uh, thankfully i came away from the game not being afraid of my own house of so that's good but um uh i've always been afraid of open windows at night because I'm scared Slender Man's going to look out of there and say, Hello, Jace. <laughs> um, I don't want that to happen. So I, I keep my blinds closed usually at all times at the night, or else I'll freak the fuck out and won't be able to sleep. Um, so that's pretty scary. I guess that doesn't necessarily count as a room. But in, in terms of or the actual game... <laughs> well, well the, the metaphor is uh, Slender Man being outside the room. <laughs> <laughs> that's not... <laughs> <laughs> But, like, in the game, I think uh, I totally expected there to be a fucking 
beating heart on the living room coffee table coffee table at some point i kept repeating to myself uh, vocally all right here comes the heart here it is and, like it was and then you look yeah, down at but, your um, hands and they're like window frames and like living <laughs> room extensions and stuff ah. mm. and uh, i won't reveal what happens at the end of the game but at the very 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 end of the game with the last tape uh it exposes you, the player, to, like, there being a real threat in the house, and that, for the first time. Oh, cool. And that is really scary when that happens, and you're like, oh, okay, now you're going to make me go to that place <laughs> where, where I detailed that stuff, and, and that, that, is, that is blood-curdling. I didn't like it. When I was a kid, Spooky. the kind of, there was a living room, and then there was wherever my bedroom was, and that's, like, next to the bathroom. And there used to be a door that went from, like, the kitchen straight through to, like, my bedroom bathroom. And then we had these renovations, and that door got, like, blocked off. And so then, in order to go between them, I had to go through this, like, front room. I guess it was a dining room, but always there was just, like, a bunch of junk in there. Like, we never used it. Lights were always off. So, I, as a kid, I was absolutely certain there were all, like, monsters in there. <laughs> there's these two places, and then there's this horrible, like, dark, fibre, stringy, terrible land that I have to go through. And so, what I did as my defence was I put my... I don't know, I put, like, my arms in front of my face like I was, like, that, that visor dude from Star Trek... <laughs> <laughs> and that was that was my disguise so I was a monster and they wouldn't be able to they would just think <laughs> that I was one of them that's kind yeah, oh I, I just so remember tactic. I, I had a bunk bed when I was a kid like no no bunk under it just a bed with a ladder that was high and um, I was afraid the room I guess I was most afraid of was my own room because I would be afraid I'm afraid of uh dolls and stuff like that i hate that shit and like chucky and shit but um i was afraid of even when i was asleep i would wake up and make sure that my blanket wasn't going down like down the bunk down the ladder or whatever because i was scared a fucking doll would come out and try to climb up it onto my bed (laughs) otherwise uh, i was like and if if, yeah i had to be inaccessible at all times (laughs) other than the fucking ladder i guess i was stupid but um Another thing I was scared of uh, was that, uh, this is really abstract for a child's fear, but I would say a string of words or a phrase at some point. Like, uh, it could just be gibberish or it could be a string of words, and I wouldn't know what it was that, that said it. But if I said a phrase that I didn't know, it would activate a doll somewhere in the world and it would start running <laughs> to me. And I wouldn't know how or when because I didn't know what I would have said. With that, with the music that uh, that is in Terminator 2 Judgment Day when they just break Sarah yeah. out of the, the hospital. And it's that screech. Yeah. That's the music of it chasing and you it's down. And just, it's just coming for me and I'll never know when. It, I might have just said the words it. now. <laughs> this might have I been it. Set him now. It might be. I might not be here next week. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I've exposed all my fears. I was, to the I, world was scared now. Of a, I was scared of a lamp. We had this. We had this lamp, and that that was in that dark room that I didn't like. 
and it was yeah. like it was kind of a shitty. It had like little lampshade on it, just like kind of a imagine like a your grandma's bedside table, just like a gross kind of shitty lamp, but it's like six feet tall, <laughs> and it's got like a oh massive God. lampshade on it, and that that one always freaked me out. I have a I have a pretty vivid memory of lying very still under my covers for about an hour when I really wanted to get up um, because I thought I could see um, this dark shape in my room. Um, I was I was really young. This wasn't like last week in my room that I was certain was a witch and I had to wait until it got light enough to realize that it was my um, my dressing gown hanging on the back of my door. <laughs> Not a witch. Not, Not a, witch. a witch. Didn't turn out to be a witch. I told yeah. I I I I got uh like enough courage. I was talk to my mom. I I don't like this. I don't like this lamp. I'm scared of it. Can we get rid of it? But uh, she thought I was talking about the wrong lamp. <laughs> 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 so my brother had just got one of those like when they were like new and exciting. One of those touch lamps where you can just kind of touch it and it turns on and off. And so they got rid of that one. <laughs> And I was stuck. <laughs> so yeah, um, I'll I'll talk about one more fear thing before we end this off. I just remembered one more. And that's that one time my mum dyed her hair red, and I thought it was an evil version of my mum that had taken over. <laughs> I couldn't talk to her for for about a week. That's good. Yeah. Well, what is your deepest darkest fear, Joey? Sock puppets. Yeah. What room do you in your house do you keep your sock puppets in? Uh, I keep them in the... A walk-in sock puppet closet. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. And nobody goes in there. I've never shown anyone. And no one will ever know about my walk-in sock puppet drobe, wardrobe. Thank God. There's just this, this door in Joey's house that's got chains all over it. And it says, Don't do go not in it. open. Don't go in it at mm. all. Not important. <laughs> <laughs> Do not in fact, I, in fact, there's a door next to it with big lights around it and arrows pointing into it, averting your attention to it. <laughs> Just make sure they go in that door. Yeah, it says in neon diversion door. Come on through. The beer's cold. <laughs> and that's anatomy, everyone. Um, <laughs> oh, there's also it's fun in anatomy. Like, holy shit, you can run fast. Oh yeah, you can. <laughs> And you can it's, run? It, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you hold down shift yeah. and it's like, Pshoo! it's like twice as fast as your. I didn't normal. even know. I never tried. Well, it's some, it's it's some sort of like they do a lot of these little kind of first person explorium up kind of things, uh, and it's obviously just got some sort of standard FPS controller on it, so you can like jump around and you can like jump on top of the doorknobs and stuff, and yeah, it's got an extremely <laughs> fast sprint in it. I would frequently jump on top of, like, the coffee table or kitchen table and stuff to, to quell my fears <laughs> a little bit, make me feel better. I am in control. I have power. <laughs> this, is, this is but a child's game. <laughs> this cannot frighten me. <laughs> yes. Um, what would everyone rate anatomy? I, I would rate it one video easy late notice to return my uh, VHFs. <laughs> oh, I'm afraid already. Oh, I know. Me. Those those late fees. <laughs> um, uh, I would rate it a weird 
tongue. <laughs> weird tongue. Yeah. I read it. No, I'm uh, you're straight up literally going to get eaten by a house and get <laughs> no, sent to a strange, that. strange place. I, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll just say that it's uh, it's one spooky out of scary. Oh, dude, mm. come on. Menacing. It's demonic crazy. <laughs> um, so I guess it's my turn like, once again for the game of the week. And uh, uh, we're going to play uh, Hatsune Miku Project Dave X. Ha! Ha! Got you, all you motherfuckers! Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Get ready to pay up, <laughs> you, you fuckers. <laughs> no, um, we're going to play. Um, I'm, I don't want to play another scary game. So we're going to play one that... Uh, Gives me great satisfaction, I reckon. Called Paint the Town Red, uh, which is an early access game on Steam. It's uh, quoted as being a bar fight simulator. Cool. Which sounds pretty sick. Where you like, it's got like a thirty flights of loving kind of blockhead style, and you fucking <laughs> kill dudes with pool cues and shit. I could, uh, d- I, awesome. I could dig it. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. Have um, you been so in a play bar that. fight, Jace? Um, yes. I've been in a bar fight with uh, myself. I've just it, I, it was it was figurative. I was I'm a, drinking too I'm a, much. Yeah, it I'm was a real, real mean drunk. I had to fight to get myself away from that bar. I had one yep. too many lagers and fell over. What about you, Max? Have you ever been in a bar fight? I've never been in a bar. Oh dear. Fight. Mm-hmm. He's never been even been outside. The only world he knows is the world from anatomy, and that's why he's so afraid of it. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Um, so now it's uh, time for uh, not only my bedtime, but for <laughs> Pitch That Game. Uh, Kevin, sing the Pitch That Game song for me. Everybody got to pitch that game. There you go. Um, Max, as the game chooser, you have chosen some games for us. Boy, have I got some doozies for you boys tonight. Tasty treats. I love a doozer. Okay, games. I've got four here. They are... Mm -hmm. You you guys know the rules. There is no rules. Only Mm. pitch that game. (laughs) Have fun. Game number one. Android Cannibal. (laughs) Game number two. Dirk Sudden Squat and the Transparent Woman. Game number three, Johnny Velocity and the Eagle Bots. Game number four, Cat Date 2016. It has memes. <laughs> These are great. Okay. Woo! All right. Do with them what you Sun will. Squat. Good. Yeah, Good. I, 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 I took that from a uh, MST3K thing that I saw on my YouTube the other day. Good choice. Credit to them. Good. Alright, what game shall we play? Um, well, one I was thinking of was um, who would Max have on his version of Mount Rushmore? <laughs> like, like what people? That's good. And if we say one wrong that he wouldn't have, we're out. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Oh, all right. Fuck. All right. I need, I don't know what Max likes. Yeah, is. yeah, yeah. That's a tough one. So, well, we're just gonna go rapid fire. Kevin, you're first. Jeff Goldblum. 
who? Who's that? Jeff Goldblum. Oh, no. Who the Who's fuck, fuck are you? Who the fuck is that? <laughs> Chase. Uh, Hideo Kojima as a baby. Yeah, well, I guess that would be really small. Yeah. Joey. He's a little one. Just this fucking awesome bear head. He's still got designer glasses and awesome hair, yeah. Of course he has. He actually looks exactly the same. Just wearing diapers. Does Metal Gear have a bad story? No. (laughs) Absolutely not. I'm beginning to think that all these great video games that are meant to have really good stories are just mediocre stories in a video game. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, like, even, even if so, like, Metal Gear is still pretty, you know, not good. It's not a good story, but it's ambitious. Yeah, but you take, like, Metal Gear Solid 3, and that's, like, an average spy film that's a bit weird. Well, yeah, that's the extraordinary thing about Metal Gear, is that it's, like, 30 years of, like, nonsense James Bond shit. Like, it's a bunch of, it's so long, it's insane. They have mm. a game with revengeance in the title. <laughs> so you know yeah. it's good. <laughs> Joey, That's how you know name? they haven't run out of things to do. Uh, Look, Mount Mushmore. It's, uh, it's quite late, and I can't really think of anything, so I'm looking at things on my desk. Um, uh-huh. So we're choosing this sick bear head as the first uh, part of the Mount Max Rushmore. I Max like the Rushmore. bear head. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, okay. Let's say uh, Joey gets first pick then. Yes! Speed through this. There we go. Alright, we go uh, Android Cannibal. It's a fun game where you play as, you know, pretty basic Android. And uh, you're, you're being, you've been told by your Android god to make your way up to the ninth level of this tower. And uh, to do that, you have to beat all these other... It's a beat-em-up, it's a third-person beat-em-up. You know, you're trying to arise to godhood on this tower. And, uh, you know, each each level on this tower, it brings on harder androids and everything. But to make yourself into a god, you must cannibalize different parts of these androids that you're beating along the way. Um, You know, you can beat up one, get this sweet grenade arm... Bit up another to get this cool shark head. I don't know what it does yet, but it's awesome. And yeah, it's a sweet dungeon crawl up nine levels of android hell to become an android god while you're eating other androids. That's what it says on the poster. (laughs) (laughs) Android cannibal. (laughs) It was short, it was sweet, it was android cannibal. I like it. Alright, guys. Kevin, Jace, add another head. A can of monster. <laughs> uh, you know I'm ashamed of my monster. <laughs> um, Playing a dangerous game. <laughs> you can't argue its influence in your life. Um, old George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I feel like... Do you mean old as in aged or old as in 70s, George Lucas? I mean old as in aged. (laughs) Oh, wow. Um, Today's George Lucas. (laughs) (laughs) 
I want it to be a bit more like raising some eyebrows and it's George Lucas cracking open a can of Monster. <laughs> and he's sitting at his typewriter. This is all on the mountain. And it says Star Wars Episode 1. And he's got like a thinking <laughs> thinking face on. He's <laughs> got a it pencil says, behind his ear. <laughs> it says trade deals. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Oh, I, I'm just I'm really intrigued by Kevin's. I'm okay, gonna so, have to go that one. So far, we that's have right, a giant fair. bear's head, and then an aged George Lucas. <laughs> oh, is the bear mauling George Lucas? I don't know. <laughs> Wearing some Kojima designer glasses. The end of at the end of the day, you're constructing this bad boy. So <laughs> opens the monster can with its claw, just claws around the edge. Well, if, off the if it helps you, if it helps you, the reason why I chose bearhead is because I have a sweet bearhead bottle opener where you pop the uh, bottle into its jaws and open it up. That's pretty cool. So if that, that helps you, I, we design. have a bottle opener too. It's my mum's. It's just a, it's the cock. Good. <laughs> it's <pretty> cool. <laughs> All right, Kevin. What are All right, you Dirk. Go Dirk Sunscott and the Transparent Woman. <laughs> nice. Curse you, Kevin is, Scott. <laughs> um, it's a game, and it's kind of like most of your action is going to be like Firewatch. Most of the time, you're going to be talking and kind of uh, building up a relationship. The tone is of uh, Doctor Langaskov, the Tiger, and the Terribly Cursed Emerald. Nice one. It's got those kind of colors. Got those kind of shadows. Um, and you're kind of you're a noir detective, and you're just sitting at a desk. Um, and this, the transparent woman is this dame that comes in, and she's complaining. And so you talk to her, but you can't ever see her. So then we don't Brad. have to, yeah, we don't have to worry about lip syncing, just like the just like in Firewatch. So we don't have to worry about actually rendering other people because games are good at kind but of also, faces and stuff but when you have to interact with another person it gets kind of weird it's also Diane from Twin Peaks right yeah, sorry exactly. not uh, <laughs> I think I'm getting confused with like, Twin Peaks and that sweary game <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you talk to her and she's giving you like descriptions of dudes you gotta solve a mystery you do it all sitting at your desk you never leave it it makes a great VR game <laughs> uh, so you gotta shuffle you're like shuffling through different papers and stuff you're making calls uh, to contacts, getting stuff done, uh, and that's it. Do, do you leave? It's just at your desk. At the yeah, you're at your desk the whole time. You leave at the end. In a, in a yeah, you leave at the end. You walk out the door and then the game ends. That's kind of cool. All right, Jace, what do you got it's my for turn. me? <clears throat> All right, cold open. It starts with just black. It's like it's like inside over here or something. Um, comes up with a quote: "Time you enjoy wasting was not wasted." John Lennon. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, the story of Johnny Velocity and the Eagle Bots, which are a popular rock band um, from the eighties. They're like a synth rock band, like Journey, and. Um, uh, the game is actually, it sounds misleading, but the game is um, is their final show.
Johnny Velocity has lost the Eagle Bots and he's stuck in the green room and he has to find them all and get to the concert. But the green room is huge and cavernous and it's a Metroidvania <laughs> in this green room of like Metroid where you have to find the Chozos to get upgrade. You find all the Eagle Bots and they follow you around and give you like double jumps and new weapons to get to there. <laughs> and um, the reason it's such an adventure and it's their last one, their last uh, concert is that Johnny's dying. He's got, oh dear. He's got, he's got a terrible disease and, and he's not going to live much longer after this. So he's got to make his way through. He's battling his his demons, bottles of alcohol coming after him. And, oh, and it's like the cave. Drugs. It's like Ron Gilbert's The Cave. <laughs> yes, that? this game is better. <laughs> and it's got like green room stuff everywhere. Like, you know, like just people setting up tables and shit and... <laughs> The save point is a fucking bowl of M&Ms with no brown ones in them. <laughs> and um, it's, uh, you go through and then you ha- then you just go through with very little fanfare. It's like a kind of, you know, a, an, an op- uh, a finishing that is like, a, very, it gives you a lot to think about. You go through and the concert's just there. It's no cut to a cutscene. It zooms in to the concert, which is in the 2D style. And you play your show using all your power-ups like a final boss. And then... Johnny, uh, the Eagle Bots, everyone's cheering Johnny Velocity, Johnny Velocity, and he jumps into the crowd. touches their hands, it cuts to black. And that's the ending of Johnny Velocity and the Eagle Bots. <laughs> that's good as. Um, Thanks. I think, uh, okay, Android Cannibal. Uh, I, I have a really vivid picture in my mind what that mm-hmm. is. The look to it. The music. Um... Like I'm, well, I'm imagining kind of like a Streets of Rage type thing where, you, yeah, I really like Dirk Sudden Squat. Um, <laughs> like Dirk Sudden Squat, I, I like that too. That yeah, he, I, can't, that's the, he can't get up from his desk because he he has a condition where he has to squat and he can't get up. <laughs> <laughs> I well, my concern with that is I don't really understand what the what the game the game part is. Well, you can only sit, so it's a VR experience. Oh, that's that's hot <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah, it is. Um, I was picturing that game as like Dirk was just this shy boy who loved this woman, but he's afraid of ghosts. So when he <laughs> sees her, he squats down and is like, "Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> and she's a ghost. Yeah, yeah, she's a okay. Ghost, sure, good. Uh, Johnny Velocity and the Eagle Bots. Um, Again, like, just a really clear idea of what that game would look like. Um, oh, I don't know. These are actually all really good. Um, <laughs> they, a, 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 like an 80s cartoon where they're a band, but their instruments, like, transform into, like, little robot pet dudes. <laughs> Yeah, like that's a, like, like a... how's that not? How do I not know about this existing already? That's <laughs> yeah. perfect. That's yeah, like Josie and the Pussycats is yeah. like the first. Yeah, but with Transformers like in it, sort of thing. 
Uh, I don't know. I just I can't get past the. I like the sort of. There's not enough noir games. Mm. Not enough like hard boiled detectives. So I'm gonna have to go Dirk Sudden Squad. I just like that idea of the the Venetian blinds. You know, lights passing, cars going by, and you know maybe a saxophone soundtrack. <laughs> I awesome. should be uh, I should be captain of a VR studio. I got all these sick sit down at a desk game <laughs> ideas. All right, well done, Kevin. Nice one, Kevin. You did. You finally did one without putting their favorite game in it. <laughs> just I'm just joking, man. You can't get me from when I'm in Sydney now. <laughs> you could have hurt me when I was in Melbourne, but now you can't. And I did. I hurt you a lot. Oh, I was trying to. I was, tr- I, was, I was trying to condition you, but it hasn't worked. No, no, I'm on the loose. Uh, I'm rampant. Not even my special um, bell will stop you now. Yeah. Oh no! Don't don't tingle the bell, please. <laughs> not again. Um, and uh, Spinkler, sp- Spinkling, <laughs> Spengler, Doctor Egon Spengling. Yeah, uh, Spinkling of tinkling the bell. Uh, tinkle, tinkle. That's the bell of this podcast. Is over. Um. Thanks for listening, everyone. We love each and every one of you. But especially uh, and you, listener. Yeah, you, you you know the one you are. You listening right now. Mm. Oh, I see you don't have any pants on. That's quite we nice, isn't it? We haven't got any questions that immediately after we stop recording, we're going to all say, oh, we'll have to do these next week. <laughs> no, I don't think so. so. One I think of, we only had the one this week. So remind us again of what the game is for next week. Oh, I forgot again. <laughs> red. Uh, um, paint the town uh, oh, red. Um, it is. Yeah, paint the town red. Yeah, I, I, for, I thought I forgot to say it. And no, you like, did. Oh, you, no. you did. I was just making sure I remember. Okay, phew. So it's paint the town red. Uh, there'll be a link to it in the description of this podcast, so you can play it as well, listener. And if you want to talk about that game or or ask us any questions, really, you can uh, ask it at questions at skypiratestudios dot com or on Twitter mm-hmm. at skypirateradio. And we got a website and Facebook. You can find it easy peasy. Easy You're peasy. Smart. You're a web You're boy. You know it. Yeah. You know your way around. Thanks for listening, everyone. I've been Jace. There's been Joey. There's been Kevin. And we have a final thought from Max once again. Lay it on us, baby. Why do you guys do this to me every week? <laughs> Come on, because it's man. perfect. Because you always pull through. <laughs> this is like hey you make me sweat right before I hop off. Oh god, it's <laughs> happening. See you everyone. Thought provoking stuff. Well, see you everyone. We'll never top that. I think that's gonna be the last max because <laughs> that was the best one so far. We'll see you later everybody. Have a great week Bye-bye. everyone. Enjoy. Bye. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs>
Get that fresh. Get that fresh. Oh, that Necronomicon. Um, how do you how do you make a how do you make a board game out of that? Get know, that fresh look. licensed board game Kickstarter shit, man. You know it's, it's good. Everyone, everyone better be recording. Yeah, oh, recording. There's also right, a good, Walking Dead one up, and they look the exact same thing. Oh, fuck yeah. you. I hate this shit. When you go into, like, the Kickstarter and it's got the Evil Dead board game there and it just says on the video thumbnail, you're, you're welcome. welcome. Like, they're doing us a favour. <laughs> you're welcome. We're not going to provide look... you any rules or anything. This Doesn't is what we always great. wanted, is the board game of it. It's All these board games are basically not... Board... They're more mini Kickstarters than they are board game Kickstarters. Mm. Yeah, it's how you want a bunch of plastic for cheap, sort of. Yeah, no, no, but you can get cheaper bits of plastic, but they don't <laughs> look like Donatello. There's no shop smart, no shop S smart, so you know they haven't got me there. Mm. Or was that in was that in um the third one? Um, yes, it is. It is okay. I just feel like that's okay. Wanted, that's still a good reference. If I wanted a minis heavy Sam Raimi board game adaption, I'd go Oz the Great and Powerful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Please, I'd I'd go Drag Me to Hell. To be honest, that'll be pretty good. You gotta. Uh, it's like Clue, uh, <laughs> and you gotta avoid like touching objects and stuff because you got really bad luck because a gypsy cursed you. Um. Because each one will drag you to hell. They should, they should, they should stop making these role-playing board games based on movie license and make some like fucking board game based on movie license that are all like trouble. And <laughs> <laughs> like I want Evil Dead where you have to, where it's like a, a a game where you're facing off against each other and uh, one of the players hides Ash's hand somewhere in the cabin. And uh, one of the players is playing as Ash, and they have to find if, it. If you were going to make a board game on The Walking Dead, wouldn't you do it on the the comic, not the fucking TV show? It's cryptozoic, and they only they only have the license for the TV show. So there's ah, another okay. company that's doing the exact same thing for the right. comic. <laughs> Why would they? Uh, I guess it, I guess for the, the TV show, they don't. I guess for whoever's in charge of the whole thing, they don't give a shit how many board games there are because it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Uh, well, they don't give a shit about their board games if they're ha- handing out licenses to Cryptozoic. 